0: Hello and welcome back to a fresh new episode of what 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 a deep steam podcast? Oh my god, I forgot my podcast name. Uh, so I am back from Japan. I was gone for like four weeks, and the previous episode that I posted was like a late edit of an episode I recorded before I went to Japan. Um, hopefully you guys enjoyed the last episode with uh this cool anime looking dude that you guys seem to think is cool anime looking. Um, which is very interesting. Uh, but yes, hello. As you can see today, I'm by myself, uh, look a little bit different. Uh, behind the camera, we actually have Mustard. Uh, she actually suggested this style. I So, <laughs> so I wanted to, um, I think because I came up from Japan, I have a lot to say. So I wanted to do like a, a solo podcast, right? And then somehow, I don't know if she, she read my mind or not, but she was like, hey, uh, why don't we try this? And I was like, okay. And I think uh, I gave the story previously that I wanted to start a podcast with Uh, Mustard, but she said she rejected me, right? But for some reason, she's okay with this. So I don't know. I guess people can change. That's the lesson that I took from this. (laughs) So we'll see how it goes. But she won't say much. It's not gonna be like a um like a collab or like a conversation. She just wants to like laugh at me uh behind that. And also, I think she just wants to know. Uh, how Japan was so yeah uh went to Japan for four weeks and my initial plan was to spend was to explore uh the Kyushu region of Japan because I'd never been there before uh so it was like we start in Osaka because we wanted to chill with Jackie's friends and then we went to uh, so Kyoto Osaka and then we go to Fukuoka and then I was gonna like drive a car all around like Kyushu because there's so much to see like Kyushu is known for the dramatic mountains as you um as you researched (laughs) and uh Yeah, dramatic mountains, like mostly scenery kind of stuff. So I really wanted to see everything, right? But plans changed, which I'll explain later. And then we're going to fly to Tokyo. And I think I was like ambitious and I wanted to do Tohoku, which is like the north part of Japan. And like maybe even Sapporo or Hokkaido, but obviously that didn't happen. That's not possible. So Japan is like a really, really big country. And there's like so much to do. And I think it has like uh, a really high... um, tourism within like Japanese people themselves. Uh, That's why it's like always so busy. But yeah, this is my third time in Japan. That's why I wanted to try Kyushu Um, and four weeks, I thought it was a lot as well, but turns out I want to go back and I didn't do enough. So yeah, so the way that I usually travel uh, is I plan things out like day by day and almost like two to three activities a day, right? So when I first started traveling, that's what I did because you want to make the most of going to travel, right? But then uh, as like time went on and then I traveled uh, more and more, I was more loose because like once you travel with friends, you realize that like some people don't like to travel the same way as you. And you kind of have to like slow down, especially because you're walking 20k kilometers twenty k kilometres a day. And it's like really tiring, right? So you can't really do that. It's not really feasible. So I got looser and looser. And then this time is first big travel after COVID. So I was like, I'm just going to go in. Like, almost, I went in almost blind. Like, I think you saw my itinerary. There was, like, nothing, right? So, I was just thinking, like, oh, I'll uh, take it easy, like, a local, you know. I'll live it up, you know, just uh, take it day by day. But it turns out, like, um, that's not that's not that, that's not that good. <laughs> so, yeah. Like, you, you actually have to, because if you spend so much time figuring out what to do, at, at like, when you're there, you kind of waste a lot of time. So, basically, what happened was um, we wanted to watch a volleyball game. Uh, as you know, I uh, love volleyball. And I didn't, so Derek researched and so we were gonna watch like a Japanese local volleyball game, but then he researched too late. And then I already decided on the cities to go to, right? And that's like already too late because we were in Osaka and they were playing games in Tokyo. And then we went, we going to Tokyo and they were playing games in Osaka. So that's not really possible because otherwise you're taking like three hour commutes if you really wanna go. Um. So then that, that wasn't gonna work. But then I really, really wanted to go to like a volleyball game because we're in Japan. Um, I really want to watch the Japanese team like play, right? Um, so I just kept, there was like a day where I was just on my phone a lot. And then I found that the um, Olympic qualifiers were like happening um, and that was happening in Tokyo. And then during the time we were in Fukuoka, right? <laughs> but but like I was thinking, thinking I was like, oh, I really want to go to the Olympic qualifiers. So it was Japan versus America and they're like my top two teams. So it would have been a really good team. So in the end what happened was we, we were in Fukuoka, we bought flights to Tokyo. And then we just cancelled half Alpha cook stay. That's why I couldn't do any like much of Kyushu. Um, but so we flew to Tokyo, and then we stayed there for like four extra nights. Um, and then they played their B team anyway. Like, do you know what that means? Like second tier. So the what? Is it second tier? Yeah, yeah, second tier team. Yeah, not the best team. <laughs> yeah, not the they're... best team. Yeah, because like, and the reason why is because uh, before we went, they already qualified. So that the, so this match had no like it didn't ha- it didn't matter like it didn't add to the score because they already qualified. But it was still a good game. It was still a good experience. We went to like the arena with like the blue courts. Um, and every time the main team play went on, like the cheers were like, yeah, Ishikawa. Like it was really hype. Um, but we went late and all the merch sold out. So I couldn't buy a lot of the merch. But yeah, so that was one of my highlights. But then that's why um, Kyushu kind of got uh, cut in half. Yeah. How did you get the tickets? Uh, okay, so <laughs> uh, so the tickets were 30,000 Thirty thousand, no, three thousand yen, which is thirty bucks AED, right? If we do one to one. So they sold it on the official website, and the website said it was available, but then we couldn't buy it. So I like was Googling, and then there's like a Japanese website called Ticket Jam and then they were reselling the tickets there for five times the price. So that was, <laughs> <laughs> so that was the other thing. Yeah, that's that's why like, um, we we spent so long thinking about like, okay, do we want to go? So basically, we got the tickets for hundred fifty dollars each. Oof. Yeah, Hundred dollars each. Oh. Yeah, but it was it was worth it. was worth So we paid five times was a hundred. Yeah, we paid five times the price. I think so. Really sad. Um, but that's why I think you should probably plan. That's what I realized. I think I'll will pro- plan properly, like beforehand, so that I know which part, which where. If I especially if I'm trying to do cross country, like yeah, that's um
1: like one activity a day. Yeah, that well, way you have some kind of direction.
0: Yeah, but also, like, if I want to do volleyball, research it earlier no. so that I know which city to be in. Because it's, like, traveling is, like, really annoying, you know? Um, yeah. Uh, so, some other different things. So, oh, I guess, like, a different thing that I did in Japan this time was we hired a car in, uh, where did we hire? oh so, Yeah, Awaiji. Uh, yeah, yeah, So So, we, we were in Osaka and I was so bored. So, oh, wait. So, I started in Kyoto and they went to Osaka, and they went to Fuku- uh, Fukuoka, and then flew to Tokyo, and they went to Kanazawa, and then went back to Tokyo. So the Kyoto trip of, the Kyoto part of the trip was like really good because Kyoto is my favorite city. Uh, just a lot, a lot of shopping, a lot of eating, and really good cafe. We found like a really, really, really uh, nice cafe that had like a treetop kind of vibe. Um, it was saw some like really pretty people there as well. So Kyoto, like in terms of prettiness of people, I think Kyoto is like, the people there are really pretty um anyway and kyoto has good fashion that's that's the thing i like about kyoto like i like the fashion every every brand like i don't know like you don't care about brands right but brands in here like adidas or um just like basic brands they don't have like cool clothes it's just like spoiler clothes right but over there like every brand has like a really cool style like i really wanted to buy everything i don't, like it's like japanese style it's just like so cool um but yeah kyoto was good uh really good coffee there they have a good culture there so i like the like coffee culture like abacus um the coffee that i found was called uh o, o cafe o cafe roasting company they like, most places roast their own beans it's kind of like mm. yeah they have like a roasting machine there and they just roast their own beans That's pretty cool. cool yeah pretty cool um so nothing like exciting in kyoto just like shopping um, and eating. um and then we we rode our bike because like I like riding my bike in uh, Kyoto and we did a new a new like pathway, which was it's called Philosopher's Path. And apparently like um it was called Philosopher's Path because uh, hundreds and hundreds of years ago, there was like one philosopher used to walk that path and then to like to, to think about stuff. So I hoped to get some enlightenment um, walking on that path. I don't think I did. But it was like a nice path, so um, we went to the silver temple because like there's a golden temple and it is a silver temple. So we rode the bike and then went to the silver temple. Pretty cool, um, really nice vibe, like a lot of moss, like pretty cool setup. And then we just like rode along the river um, back. Um,
1: yeah, that was did it. Arashiyama.
0: Arashiyama. No, I didn't go to Arashiyama really went yeah. last time. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I did Arashiyama and like did all the um, the torii gates and stuff like that. Uh, Fushimi no. Oh, I did yeah. all that already. Yeah, that's why. Um, we want to do something different so yeah we didn't do anything touristy it was just um eating and stuff like that and then Osaka so I realized I don't like Osaka that much um I don't know if because we stayed there for too long or we stayed in the wrong area or like maybe I didn't plan like things to do but we basically like did all of the everything right like the shopping streets and everything and ate all the food already so I think I was like fifth day in Osaka I was like I'm so bored I want to like just get out of here because I don't know if this is Uh, I don't know if this is a legit thing. I tried to look it up, but it it wasn't true. But like city, designs of city, city structures. So I feel like Osaka city is very like condensed and very together. So it was very concrete, like a concrete city. And I didn't feel, I felt really like Uh. uh, almost sick of it because it was like just concrete everywhere. So I think I needed to get out into nature. So that's why I asked a friend for advice and she was like, oh, try Awaji Island, which is just underneath like Osaka. Um, and then you can like drive on the island, apparently famous for the onions. So I, I like onions. So yeah, had a go, but I didn't realize like in hindsight, right? Okay, wait, well, let me say that later. So yeah. So basically we hired a car, which is hiring car in Japan. I think is actually very expensive, but, uh, Doki chose to juice the car. So we paid $150 for the day. Mm. And then, um, on top that of that petrol? Petrol, yeah. So petrol was only 30 bucks uh, for the whole day. That's
1: not too but the bad. Thing,
0: yeah, but the thing that cost a lot was because um, it's better to take tolls, right? Because it's faster. We pay $120 in tolls for one day. Wow. Is
1: that yeah. like going through one or like so, multiple tolls? Multiple, multiple. Yeah, I
0: think we were going in and out too much.
1: far. Like, I mean, I yeah. when I went, it wasn't... Did you hire a car? On,
0: can you hire a car on the island or not? No, ah, uh-huh. uh, I don't think there's much on the island. It's like very um yeah, like
1: touristy it's, almost. It's very spaced out. It's yeah, a
0: country island. Yeah, like yeah, it's yeah, countryside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there wasn't much. So I think you hire a car before, but it's it's it's, it's normal. Like you, because we took the tollways, I think we saved like hours. Uh-oh. Yeah. So I think it's fine. So yeah. So. Our route for Arawaje uh, Island is we went to like a flower um kind of oh, like yeah. garden yeah. thingy um yeah. that was, that was pretty cool but the flowers were in season so we like yeah. didn't see half of the flowers <laughs> uh, but I think it was free to go in so like it, it that, that that's fine yeah. and then I wanted to go to like this um architecture place but then we couldn't get in. Oh Um, oh yeah, I think about like, so Jackie drove, he got the international license. It's like very easy to get international license for us Mm -hmm. Australians. All you you do is go to RSEB and then you pay 50 bucks and you get the license. Um, And Japan drives on the left side of the road, similar to Australia. So it's very easy. Um, And then uh, we're just driving on like the highway. So very easy. Uh, Yeah, so um, that didn't let us in. And then the next stop. So
1: Did you find any onions?
0: Yes, there was actually a lot of onions and they were like really, really big. Basically, like, it was a really nice drive and I already, like, going out into the city, I already felt, like, much better and, um, I could breathe because, like, just, like, the air and the green and everything. Um, and then we went to, so, Naruto, so, Awaji Island, right, it actually connects to uh, Shizuoka, Shizuoka, I think? Yeah, Shizuoka, and that's the part where it has, like, even, like, better nature stuff and I didn't even know that. So, we were actually, like, we were, we actually just touched Shizuoka because we went to the Neruda whirlpools. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you know, but it's like a, a whirlpool. So there's like a, two straits, um that connect and they create whirlpools, right? But the but the biggest whirlpool only appears like during peak season. And um, we were in the peak time, but I don't think we were in the peak season. But also I think the images are photoshopped. So I don't think you can see the whirlpools like that strong, but it was like under a bridge. So that was our final destination. So we drove across the island just to see that as a final destination. And it was like cool, like but there was like a, like a lot of little spinning whirlpools, but there was like no big whirlpool. But yeah, that was like the tip of Shizuoka um, that I only just saw ads in Japan that like that's a really nice place to go. So that that's what I mean by like planning, like uh-huh. is it's better to do. I think sometimes it's better in that case, because if I'm already there, I already spent $120 on tolls. I could have just kept going a little bit more, right? If I like plan it out better, like maybe stay overnight um, in on that island. But yeah, that's why I feel like I lost a lot of opportunities because I didn't plan properly. But YG Island was great. And then we stopped at a a famous burger place. And that was really cool. The view was amazing. And there was like a giant onion thing. Um, And like wigs for people to wear. And then like a really good onion burger. Um, Yeah, like that was just... Not onion burger. Yeah. Oh, oh, sorry. Uh, Oh, no, there was onion ice cream. Yeah, onion ice cream, but not when i say onion burger i think i just mean like a burger with onion rings but onion ring was not inside it was like outside yeah just it's just it's just a beef oh awaji also is known for their beef i think yeah the cows yeah so it's like a a awaji beef burger yeah 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 yeah. so i wish i planned better so i could have gone to shizuoka because that would have been good um and then i realized like because like max went to um hiroshima like, he, he did he did all that stuff, right? And there's something called Miyagi Island, I think? And that looked really cool. So, I've never... Every time I made to Japan, I never wanted to go to Hiroshima. like I wasn't interested at all. But, like, I think I, sh- I should have gone. Like, I should have done all those things instead of staying in Osaka for seven days. Yeah. So...
1: Yeah, staying in Osaka for seven days is quite a lot. Yeah. Like, unless you just want to eat food. Yeah. But Osaka's is mainly, like, for food yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah, um And then you... You take day trips from Osaka.
0: Yeah. it's quite convenient.
1: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But um, to stay in Osaka just in the city itself alone is quite boring. Mm, Yeah. Yeah.
0: So I thought I could live like a local just to experience what it's like living. I think maybe living in Osaka for seven days maybe helps me realise I don't want to live in Osaka. If I ever do live in Japan. Like maybe Osaka's not my city. But then I didn't really explore the outer part. So yeah.
1: Um, It's a good... Osaka's a good place to stay for if you want to do day trips mm. for multiple points
0: yeah um
1: because like it's just easier because it's a connecting station
0: oh um so i, yeah. I know what you mean yeah like Kyoto, mm. then nara and then hiroshima or like, you can go to
1: kobe. like uh mount koya or mm. even uh hajime, or hajime? oh yeah Himeji?
0: Himeji? yeah Himeji. Yeah, Himeji, yeah, yeah, Himeji, yeah
1: yeah kobe mm. stuff like that it's just for like you like those cities are like nice for one day or two days yeah that's why you stay from Osaka and it just takes you like maybe at most maybe an hour or maybe the further ones like two
0: hours yeah and
1: it's just like a day trip
0: yeah yeah. oh well well. it's okay next time yeah next time I know so after that um it was to Fukuoka so we took the Shinkansen to uh Fukuoka and then we stayed in Hakata that was our main uh state and we stayed in um like a kind of like a boutique hotel and it was like a attic right I'm sorry what's it called like a it's like there's two there's two levels condo then, condo I don't and know double story the, it's, oh, I think they called it they called it attic, attic. I can't, oh, I'm not sure that's kind of cool but it wasn't cool oh. all it was was a small rec- so it was like a rectangle smaller than this room wait well, this maybe room about this room but maybe about this room no small half of this room oh. and then just double so the top is just sleeping and the bottom there's like no space to do anything Oh. yeah so I don't, like you know how Japan has a Bathroom and shower combos oh, and then yeah. they go together. Yeah, so it was like really tidy, and I was like hitting my hand on everything um, because I, I was like, you know, I'm just like really huge, but yeah. um, So, and but they were famous for their fruit sandos, and I actually had one, and it was actually really delicious. I've never had a fruit sando here before, but that was really good. Yeah. It. One. Yeah, it's 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 yeah, interesting. And then, um, so Hakata, I already felt better, right? Because the city reminded me a lot of Melbourne, um, and it was because it was like spread out and it was like a river and it wasn't as concretey. like there weren't a lot of roofs over me if that makes sense so the vibes were already better and then we saw flying fish in the river so i don't know it was actually flying a fish or like fish just jumping out of the river um i don't know like maybe th- yeah i'm not sure because there's like a piranhas <laughs> yeah, i don't think piranhas live in the public like that but <laughs> they're jumping like for real for real Pretty sure we weren't like dreaming yeah so we just did like um Takata, uh, they have a lot of good food. Like I found this one YouTuber and there's like a really nice like omelette kind of thing and they're they cooking it in front of us. Um, like they have a lot of omelette like kind of joints. Uh, yeah, it was rice. Yeah, so that was really good. And then we went to like a just shopping city. That was pretty cool. Oh, the shopping city. So we didn't even know about at like 6 p.m. They had like a Gundam show. So they have a fountain and the fountain was like shooting to the beat of the music. And then there's like, you watch this really badly 3d made movie of like a Gundam fighting each other so it's like you know evil versus good and then at the end of it you go, you go to this link and then you like attack and then whoever like can click it more and attack better that's the winner so that was, that was, really, that was a really cool interaction like I already liked the vibe of Hakata um so yeah and then so initially we wanted to go to Kumamoto and Nagasaki and then maybe go to um Kagoshima which is at, all the way at the bottom so like Fukuoka is like this and then Kagoshima here um, Kumamoto here and then Nagasaki there. So Nagasaki I was interested in like the war, war memorials um but obviously had to cut Fukuoka short and so I couldn't go there but Kumamoto was the one that I really wanted to keep so it's uh, only a 30 minute train ride and then because Kumamoto is where Oda is born that's why. Uh, of course. Yes yes. And one Piece. I, yes and I wanted to find the One Piece statues, but um that takes more than one a day. Unless you plan it like properly in a whole day, you can probably catch it all. So I could only get f- so I got Luffy, uh Zoro and Yusup. Yeah, I think I only got was able to get three. So I had to like quickly plan our route because like we bought tickets, we kept, we um changed our plans um to go to Tokyo. So uh what I decided is like what 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 can I do in Fukuoka? And it was Mount Aso, so there's a volcano. Um that's like one of the world's best cadavas, kadal- cadivas, whatever, like that, a, land, a piece of, I think it's a piece of land that is like voc- made with volcano or like cavera, cavera maybe. And then it's like, it's, I don't know how to describe it, it's just like land that's like, yeah, like, yeah, anyway. So, and that was because, uh so if I go Luffy and then Zoro is on the way, yeah, Zoro is on the way and then uh, Yusup is just before Maasso. That's why i like planned that route. Yeah. So, my also is like probably the coolest thing I've ever seen. So it was volcano on one end and I wanted to do one of the harder hikes, but then I didn't have like time and gear to do the harder hike. So we did the easy hike, right? But the thing is I read so many articles that was like, this is a really easy 30 minute hike and you don't even need gear. As a non-hiker, this is very easy to walk. I'm like, okay, yeah, like we, we hike a lot. So we're, we're going to go up, right? And then we hiked it and... <laughs> I always want to give up whenever I start the hike. And the thing is, it wasn't, it was easy, but hikes are still hard, right? And I don't know why we did this, but we hiked with a quarter of a bottle of barley tea. Like, that's that's all we had. We didn't even have water. Like, I I don't know why, because it was like a 30, I thought it was like a 30 minute chill walk. Oh
1: yeah, like when they say chill, it's like, oh, it's a bit of a walk.
0: Yeah. but. Yeah, it was like, but it wasn't. And the thing is like, there was this part that everyone was walking, right? So it was like up a hill, like up a really quick hill, which is like one minute. And then you walk like this passageway there. So I'm like, oh, is this it? This is this what that meant by 30 minutes? We did it in two minutes. <laughs> right, I thought I what that meant. But then I realized, wait, there's a sign there. That's the thing that we want to go to. So, um, so everyone basically like only walked on that thing to take photos. And then they didn't keep going. So it was like very few people hiking. And then we saw like a solo old man hiking behind us, but I don't think he hiked all of it either. But yeah, so basically we took I think we took thirty to forty minutes. But the thing is there was a couple in front of us, um, and one other couple that came down and the, and then when we got to the peak, we met the couple and they're like, Oh, you guys are you guys are pretty fast and then we we're like, uh, they were like European, um, something like that, right? And then I'm like, Oh, oh, were we? Like how uh did you guys how long did you guys take? And the girlfriend was like I think one hour and then the the guy was like nah no way but I'm pretty sure that actually took one hour because because we if we walked that fast up right and we started like pretty like we had we couldn't see them at all on like the route so that means they were really slow to go up and we caught up so I'm pretty sure that took almost an hour to get up there so yeah um but the pick was worth it luckily you didn't do the longer yeah hike yeah no, um uh, and we were looking for hiking shoes like for so long as well i really wanted to get like um there's a brand called on on running um that's like a swedish brand i think but and i couldn't find anything that i liked and then there was another brand called Salomon, and i couldn't find anything i liked so I ended up just hiking in Oh my shoes are broken by the way the chopper shoes like I actually like there's like actually cracks and stuff in them yeah i i wore them i beat them up like yeah so very sad but i use that shoe very well um yeah so i saw it was Really good experience, but please don't hike with a quarter of barley tea. Please bring proper water, and also don't trust what people write in their articles. I like when, because I was reading so much like travel article, right? And I was like, this is so great, like this is such a great resource to help with travel, you know, you know. But then when like that person, I don't know, that person probably was a lying. Like maybe I don't know, maybe maybe
1: Japan standards is different
0: from Australian standards. Yeah, I don't know, maybe maybe, but like but they were like foreigners like traveling in Japan yeah so i don't know i think um like yeah reading that I, I felt really good finding resources but then that resource didn't help me so then i, I had like a stint when i was like oh i want to start a travel blog and i want to like write down tips and tricks and stuff like that but then obviously i'm not going to do that um but yeah <laughs> so uh thankful for, for the resource that says like my asso you know is easy uh well just that particular because it's like five peaks of asso so there's a volcano and then there's i think there's peaks around it that you hike up to to see around it so we went on the smallest peak so that's why it was supposed to be easy and i don't know if japanese people don't hike as much or maybe it was like off season but there was like no one hiking so during our travels so we went during um uh late what was it late spring right to autumn and autumn's gonna be cold and spring is warm so uh like sun is hot right and you know how black color absorbs sun so Derek only wears black shirts, right? So every time he wore a black shirt, he was overheating and he wore a black shirt to this Mount Asso. So he actually had to take off the black shirt and he was like walking up um, bare chested. So that's the other thing. Maybe, maybe you're right. Maybe we just went prep. Like I, I I think, but I tell him every time, like if you're going to wear black, you're going to overheat. But he didn't, you don't know until like it actually happens because like he already runs hot. So don't, if you run hot, don't wear black when the sun is out. Yeah. Yeah. Masso, uh musso. A- Aso was a really good experience, and they only had like one bus that goes in and out, but we drove, so um, that was pretty easy. So it was really easy to drive from Kumamoto to Aso and then back. Um, and the car rental, we used Toyota Rent a Car, and it was really easy. There was like a a for- like a lady who dealt with foreigners, so it was a really easy process. Um, wait, no, 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 no. oh no, that sorry, that was no. We used Toyota Rent a Car on uh Osaka. With, with that lady but in kumamoto so we were all last minute right so every rental car was booked out right and then i like was googling and there's like one rental place called guts rental car and we i online they had one car available but then i didn't want to finish filling out the form for some reason i was like okay maybe it's okay i'll yolo go in and there'll be a car for me right so luckily there was a car for me it was like a really shitty uh suzuki auto so i think that and they were really cheap So it was only 30 bucks. We rented that car for 30 bucks a day. Um, And fuel was also like 20 bucks. So that was really cheap. But I think the reason why they were cheap is because they have like old cars that like have 100k kilometers on them. So, um, but yeah, so we drove a really shitty Alto up a mountain through like a volcano, like a pretty much road trip from Kumamoto and back. So um, that was a good experience. I think I was like kind of scared at the start, but I'm like, it's okay it's gonna be okay because we didn't have a phone so we didn't we didn't um as in like sorry we didn't have we didn't get a sim card so we couldn't call because like they were like oh call us if anything right um also we were late at returning the car then i couldn't call them i tried to like contact them but they were like they were fine with it at least we uh, returned it before they closed so a lot of like last minute things that thankfully went okay but that's why like yeah i think i should should have planned better um so it was my first time trying to like yolo everything and um everything kind of worked out but it's okay so that was good fukuoka was good uh i think we went back to yeah because we went back to, we stayed in hakata as like our base we only took a train to kimberto took a train back and then we flew to tokyo and then spent like a few days just in harajuku because the Yoyogi stadium is near harajuku and then we watched the game uh, and that was really good and then we went to kanazawa so kanazawa is like master's recommendation
1: Oh, uh, you went to Kanazawa from Tokyo.
0: Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. so
1: that's why you didn't ride the Thunderbird. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. So why I did think,
1: you go from to- Kyoto?
0: Uh, well, because initially we were gonna go from Osaka. Oh, remember? But then yeah. we had to, yeah, we, because we were gonna uh, go from okay. Hakata yeah. all the way to Osaka and then all the way to Kanazawa, oh. but because we flew to Tokyo for the game yeah. last minute, yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. yeah. So I think, yeah, I th- yeah tokyo to kanazawa luckily we have the jr pass so that's why like we could we could have been like so reckless in in a sense because jr pass and is included so yeah tokyo to kanazawa and back um the reason why i wanted to go to kazawa i think it was because i like wanted to go on the riv- river boat thing but then you know i don't know i don't know i'm pretty sure i've seen photos of kanazawa where they have like a river and you you ride a boat i think i like kind of that vibe of boat cruise but didn't even try to look for it anyway when i was in Kanazawa. <laughs> i was only there for two days uh three days two nights and i think that was actually enough like like you said it's like a very small it's almost like a it's a more quieter and like upper class kyoto yeah there weren't many tourists there but there were a lot of old people there like a lot of old no a lot of old foreigner people but i don't know where they came from like there was a whole hotel and the whole level was almost like a function level and it was just all old foreigners it was so weird. Like, I'm I'm so confused. Like, it's not close. Kanazawa's not, like, close to anything. I don't think Kanazawa has, like, an airport. Maybe it does. I'm, I'm not sure. But that was really interesting. So uh, Kanazawa, I think, like, highlights were... Uh, I wanted to try the sushi. But then we went to, like, a... like So I followed the lines. But I don't think we tried, like, a proper good sushi spot. So the fish was kind of... Um, the fish was good. But then we had a lot of... You know how, like, Japanese bentos, they have, like, weird side thingies and we, we didn't like 90% of those side things so that was rough but but it's okay we went to the castle grounds and then we went to the garden some park garden thing in Kanazawa that's really popular that was really cool like a lot of trees Um, but it was off season so there was like they have a whole cherry blossom section but the cherry blossoms weren't blooming. Did you go during? I went that? during autumn,
1: and that was really nice too. <gasps> and it was cool as well. Yeah. So then it was just the view was like because like there's you turn you look at one side yep. and it's like all garden and nature. Yeah. And you turn just like to your left, and it's like a whole city, like yeah. city view. Yeah. Massive city view, and it's like really nice.
0: I think I hopefully I went to that part because there was only one side that you could see the city. Um, maybe 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 I wasn't deep enough into autumn. Because the leaves were still just green. Probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's okay. Maybe it's like a season thing as well. But yeah, and then we went to 21st Century Museum, which is pretty cool. the The pool thing was like, so what happened was, um, you have to take a ticket for the pool, like the pool. I didn't know pay that. Extra. Yeah, you pay, yeah. You have to pay ticket entry as well, which yeah. includes the pool. Yeah. Oh. <gasps> yeah. There's there's not much free exhibition like to go into the anything you have that should pay for no you
1: like you pay for it and then you have to pay an extra additional fee for the pool one Is oh we didn't fee? have to pay extra additional that or i got into into the place free
0: oh, yeah I don't, I don't i don't know what you did but we did pay a fee to enter the museum and then we like looked at a lot of the um, exhibitions so we went there like late like 11 maybe or like maybe 12 so we were like 300 in queue for the pool so it was like a four hour wait right so we actually spent like maybe two, three hours at the museum and then we left to go to the garden. And then like, I was just check, I'm like, oh, it doesn't matter if we don't go in. So basically like this pool structure is um, a pool piece of work. It's like, it's a fake pool. And then um, people can go under the pool and take photos. That's like the, the gimmick or gimmick or like piece of art. So the, the, the part where you have to go where you can go under you have to pay but also you have to wait in line so we were just like oh it's okay we were still at the top it was pretty cool we'd have to go but then when we went to the garden. and i was like checking and checking and checking and then they were like oh your your uh, number is ready um in like 20 minutes and then we just like ran back and then we, we were able to make it yeah so but the i think the highlight in this 21st century museum is they have this game i don't know if you were like there must have been different exhibitions because it's called this one was like dxp um there was a game Like on a big screen and then Derek pretty much just like sat there clearing the game and then like I think we had like a a a really big audience like with us like eventually because like they were just watching us clear the game but I got so motion sickness because like the the colors were just like really gory um like really like low res like I can't remember what the game is called now but it was like about this this creature because it wasn't even human like this creature going through an adventure through this dark volcano-y like kind of like structure with glowing stuff fantasy thing and then meets this like other female looking creature um and they're talking like gibberish and then talk english later and then like you can press a few buttons and then it shoots out light beams um yeah so it's just like a, a journey um it's kind of weird but we just, we stay there we cleared the game um and then after like we cleared the game uh no one else, uh, everyone just, like kind of left how long was the I think we were there maybe like 30 minutes was, every time I thought that we would finish a game, the game wouldn't finish. And I was so sick. It was like an immersive experience. But it was like good. It was like a really good piece of work. It was like so big. Music was good. The controller was good. And then like I was just like lying down on this like beanbag thing. Um, So that was that, that was pretty good. Like it's the first time I actually... Because I don't think we have galleries or museums like that in Australia where we get to interact with anything much. It's mostly like you walk through, you look at it, you're like mm, nice. And then you walk away. That's why I think 21st Century Museum is actually like a pretty... Like pretty cool museum. I really like it. Highly rated. Um, The other thing is, you know, the Kanazawa castle grounds. So we were there during the right time because there was a team lab special event. So they did at night, they lit up the Kanazawa castle and then they did projections. So it was basically like um, it was a one set pathway. And then it was like at night. And I was like tripped a couple of times because it's so dark. But you just follow the the pathway and then um, you stop at a place. You observe the artwork, which is like mostly moving lights kind of thing. And then you keep going. There's there's one like piece of artwork where it was a red light, right? Really far back. And all you do is stare at it. And then like, you know, when you stare at a light, it creates like lines in your eyes. And that was the concept. They put a red light there for you to stare at and think profoundly and deeply about what you see in the retinas of your eyes. Yeah. that, That was really weird. Anyway, so yeah, went uh, around and then the castle was projected with like moving big, moving animals. So that was really cool. But the best part was um I don't know if you know, but like Lines are sort of known for the like big blue like big bubbles thing. Um, so basically there was like a bunch of eggs in this one uh section, and there was like a really huge egg, and people were just moving through and then like hitting everything. So I was like hitting all the eggs. I was moving through it. Um, it was like interactive. Like yeah, just think of like huge eggs that are lit up, and then you just it's like a maze and everyone's like just walking through and stuff like that. So that that was that was a that was really fun that was good um uh yeah and then just like you end with the with the uh, projection of the animals so that was I think like Kanatao was probably my favorite just because like we got so many things done and we got to see so many things like museum garden uh team lab show castle because like castle grounds are always really cool so and then it's just I Unlucky about the food that I like I chose a really not so good place to try like fish. Um, but I got croquettes croquets as well at, at the uh market because there was a huge line for it. Oh, we actually ate the session as well. So there was like a um like barbecue uh barbecue beef place and oh my god, sorry. A little bit of a tangent, but I think this certain um foreigner from a certain country are very annoying. Every time I've heard of this foreigner, they're like really annoying so when you go to a foreign country and English isn't their first language do you think it's weird to repeat the same English phrase five times thinking that they'll understand it eventually like this is what this person did they came to this restaurant asked for a reservation right can we make a reservation five times and she wasn't understanding right she wasn't understanding so why do you think and then she tried to say the word slower and I was like just like listening right and I think eventually they they brought the translator Um, but I think eventually she got it as well, but that was really annoying. Like I, I I saw a lot of like not so good foreigner behavior, um, in Japan. And it's just kind of like a eye roll, but it's like, I wish people understood common sense more. Yeah, that's a random thing. And I don't want to be like too mean, but, um, yeah, I think when you travel to uh, a foreign country, I feel like you should try to respect the rules. And also if the foreign country can't speak English, maybe try harder to speak their language or use translation tools please um yeah that's that's just something that i found really annoying anyway so Kanazawa, back to tokyo and then it was like eight days in tokyo before we fly home so the, this is the part this is i think this is also the, my next regret right apart from osaka so we have the jr pass but it's expired one day one or two days before we flew so technically we i was like in my head I was like, oh yeah we could use the jr pass to like fly through tohoku you know like i could you know go to this town see this town for a bit um but i think i didn't do my research beforehand but from tokyo to anything in tohoku is at least three hours (laughs) so that so what happened was like we planned team labs and then we planned shibuya sky right i can't remember what we did for the first few parts of tokyo but i think we must have just like gone around um we i really liked harajuku like Harajuku as a city and a place I really vibe with. Like that's like one of my favorites. Oh, wait, i think the other thing that got us distracted is we got into blind boxes. And it was okay <laughs> So Mustard is really into blind boxes. Don't know if I'm allowed to reveal that. But then <laughs> she was like asking me oh she asked me to have a look at like Pop Mart, right? But um she said I don't have to, but I really wanted to just look at Pop Mart anyway. And then once we went into every Pop Mart, Derek was like, hmm, I kinda want I kinda want this, kinda cool. And then every time I was to Pop Mart, I was like Hmm, this is kind of cool too. So we are like, uh, blind boxes is like a, I don't, uh, you buy like I say, there's like a set of like really nicely made figurines, and then you, you it's blind, so it's like a gacha almost, right? Um, but people like shake it and they know the weight of stuff of like that. But anyway, so, uh, we got into gong into every single pop mart. We we're trying to find blind boxes like everywhere, and that was like a huge distraction <laughs> during the day because like we took the first few days of Tokyo pretty easy, just like eating, um, like shopping, going through the main parts um so what happened was like team labs is on uh, maybe like a thursday right and then we have uh we had volleyball as well so we did like volleyball socials and that was on like a friday right and then we had should be a sky on a saturday and then our jr pass expires on a sunday for example right so because we had team labs on one day you can't do anything for the rest of the day i can't go take a three-hour trip to go to um somewhere random and come back right and then on friday i have volleyball, um. And that's like all the way the other way. So I can't take a trip up and then go to come back and go to volleyball. And then I should be a sky. I had to be back by 8 p.m. I don't know if I'll be back by 8 p.m. You know, so it was like, it's like not, yeah, maybe like not, not poor decision making, but more like poor planning. So because we had like events on like one event on a day, like I couldn't see us logistically being able to take a day trip anywhere. So we basically just spent seven days or yeah, seven days in Tokyo. Same thing as Osaka, like, doing nothing and just doing, like, small events and not being able to utilize the JR Pass to go... Blind Box. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Blind Box is cool though, honestly. Um, but after we came back from, from here, uh, from uh, Japan, I don't want to have anything to do with it anymore, okay? <laughs> it was. It, I think it was just being in Japan. It was, like, really fun to do. Uh, and it was cheaper in Japan than Australia as well. So, yeah. So, um, it was okay, you know, tried to make the most of it. Ate a lot of food. Tokyo... Cause like you've never been to Tokyo.
1: Been to the airport, <laughs>
0: which is so interesting. Cause like Mustard knows what she likes, so she only likes quiet cities. Is that why? Like, yeah, like quiet cities and food.
1: Yeah, but I only stayed in Osaka for the food and just to go on day trips around it. Ah, oh, yeah. But there's food in Tokyo as well. Yeah, but Osaka's the known as the kitchen of yeah. Japan. <laughs> yeah, no. so you know. Yeah, that's. I enough. mean, I'll probably visit uh tokyo one day for a couple of like a few days because there's a
0: place that i want to go to yeah it's so interesting because like our friend as well she doesn't she she was like you're staying in tokyo for seven days i'm like yeah but she doesn't like tokyo either so i thought that was really interesting i guess people travel differently but there's, there's so much to do in tokyo and there's so much to eat but yeah i don't know so that's why i like so that's like a general gist um I need to go back and do Kyushu, all of it, and then I need to do Tohoku, and I really want to go to Sapporo. Um, That's like my goal. So yeah, in terms of like travel, I think I realized like taking it easy is okay, but I need to plan. I actually need to plan so that I don't waste my time there. Um, So next time I'll plan properly for sure, Uh, and then uh I don't actually like shopping that much so the reason why we wear so much shopping is because Dirkie like shopping right it's basically just like we go to every shop we hit every single shopping center walk through every single street and we just look for like clothes and fashion um but actually like this time we actually picked up a few uh good pieces from Japan this time so pretty happy with that but I don't actually like shopping that much because it's just like too much and it gets boring, and I very quickly can figure out what I like and don't like. So that's why um, I don't bother taking my time to look through stuff. So next time, a little bit less shopping. I like food. Um, I really like coffee. One thing about Osaka as well is that don't have good coffee culture. That's one of the reasons why I didn't like it. Like the coffees didn't taste good. No single coffee tastes good in Osaka. And then I think in Tokyo, I didn't utilize the coffee culture enough. Like I didn't plan my cafes enough because. So, Tokyo is such a big city and there's so many suburbs. And I think all the coffees are in, like, the, the suburbs that we didn't really explore. Because, like, on the last day, we were flying out. I was on, like, Reddit, on our espresso. And they were like, oh, Glitch Coffee in Tokyo is the best coffee I've ever had in the world. And I'm like, huh? <laughs> but it was too late. Like, we didn't have time to go to Tokyo and then come back and, like, uh, take a flight. So, and Glitch was in, like, some random suburb as well. So, I wish I uh yeah just plan those things more and like bookmark them more so I could have gone and like best coffee in the world is subjective right so I didn't get that much FOMO um but yeah so many things I missed out even though I was in Tokyo for seven days you know it's like oh, so sad anyway so not this really so much shopping and I really like nature so I'll and I really need to get proper hiking gear um because I really like hiking as well and I think I definitely want to see the war memorials part of Japan like I really want to see it um and i think i want to drive more because i think driving in japan is like pretty easy uh pretty sure so that's the kind of things that i realize i like um yeah and four weeks in japan was actually okay like in hindsight we should have stayed in taiwan for a few days because we took like a taiwan airline um but yeah so and i the reason this time i wanted to just live there and i've i don't know why but i loved the convenience stores and I love the onigiris I just ate onigiri every day like oh oh my god okay so another thing in Tokyo that we did that I guess like maybe wasted our day is okay oh wait sorry one obsession that I came out with from from Japan is there's a donut place called I'm Donut that's why I was baking a donut last week yeah so uh I used to love Mr. Donut right that was my favorite every time I go to Japan I'm like oh, Mr. Donut Mr. Donut so good the much donuts and then I found this um I'm Donut Place so I was in Fukuoka and I just like was walking around I'm like oh there's a line oh it's I'm Donut and then I'm like hey I'm gonna join the line and it was an hour and a half line that I joined for but the donuts were so freaking good okay um so the difference between like Daniel's Donuts here or like Krispy Kremes and that donut is the donut was like soft and chewy and and like not so not so floury like it was just delicious like that's I don't know how to describe it, but it's, like, it's just so delicious, right? The, the, the right mixtures of everything. Whereas Western donuts, the ones that we have here, it's, like, very doughy and very thick and it's not chewy. It's just, like, dough. In a, was that don- mochi donut? I, I think it's not... They don't market it as mochi donut, So I don't think it's it's fully mochi, but I think they do use glutinous rice flour. They use some sort of, like, sticky rice flour, but they have, like, a good combination of it. So I tried to make it, but I couldn't make it. Anyway, so that was my last question. So basically, an hour and a half line in the Fukuoka... So there's, I'm, oh, what I've noticed is a lot of food st- that is like global starts from Fukuoka. So all of the ramen, like Hakata ramen came from Hakata, which is Fukuoka. Like a lot of ramen styles originated from Fukuoka. I'm um, Donut originated from Fukuoka. Like, yeah, that's something that was interesting. I don't know why like, Fuku- I feel like Fukuoka isn't marketed as much as like Tokyo and Osaka. But yeah, so had an hour and a half there and then they have three branches in Tokyo. I waited, I think two hours in the shibuya joint i waited uh maybe 30 minutes in the harajuku joint and then i didn't get to go to the nakameguro one because i didn't know there was one there even though we were there <laughs> in that city so i wish i went there but i love i'm Donut question mark by the way i say i'm Donut question mark that's what it's called it's so good and i think it's worth the hype because it's like one of the only Donut places that has two hour queues but other people won't say so because i think any place in japan would make pretty much the same quality because i think asian style donut is like that it's like not like western style so any place where you go to it'll probably taste just as good but i just didn't try any other place because i was obsessed so that was one obsession um what was my my second obsession oh Oh, okay so there's a lit there's an onigiri place that's been on my list for like like the past seven years right but i never went so it's called onigiri bongo i don't know if you know about it but it's like famous because it's big onigiri um, and they make it in front of you and it's just like nice right so it was on my list but i just never went and i think i found it on like some article but this time i was like okay let's go we have a free day we have some much time we're not going to tohoku um let's just go and then turns out we waited how long we waited three three hours i think we waited three hours in line for it because i think in the last year they had a show or an article written about them and they, were fa- they got famous so they got they got more famous than they already were five years ago so we waited in line for three hours um and and to be honest the onigiri was good but i because we couldn't really read the japanese and we just used google translate right um I, i all i want is the mayo tuna that's all i want i didn't get it and then and then i realized that they had a mayo tuna one so we ordered three onigiris each right and they're like massive um and then afterwards i took away like one of the um that uh mayo tuna and that was good i think the first bite of the onigiri was really nice because it was warm because you never we never have like warm onigiri because mm. we get it from the convenience store so and that one like i think the owner of it of it like which is an old grandma she comes out and she says sorry and they provide umbrellas so because everyone's waiting in line right because like oh thing i love about japan is just like line waiting is so orderly and it's just it's just never a mess it's so good but um because like sun shining so they offered umbrellas so that was really good um yeah so I waited uh, maybe a total of ten hours in lines, like in Japan, and I just felt like it. You know, like I know some people don't like line waiting, but Japanese people are so good at waiting in line, and I just wanted to, just wanted to be them. Yeah, so I would not go back to that otakiri place. To me, I don't think it was worth the hype the donuts were. But yeah, could yeah. you
1: order it online? Because I know there was th- there was this yeah person that Connor yeah Connor yeah, He's yeah it's, like, it's that uh,
0: place. Oh, you can just order it online and pick up. So you can't order online, you have to call them. Oh, yeah, call. Oh, then but I don't have a SIM. Oh, yeah. So phone? Or like hotel phone? I don't know. I don't know how. So apparently you can just call them oh, and then you can pick it they up. they
1: speaking Japanese. Yeah, well. that's
0: quite probably, intimidating. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> so I had to wait. I had was was four hours in line. I, can't I did that. And then that was after that, I was like, I'm never waiting in line again. So, yeah. So, Convenience store goo is my top, it's is my bay. I love convenience store Anaguri. Mm-hmm. <sighs> so much good stuff there. Yeah. Did so, you try the pizza bun at Lawson? No, I didn't get any many Lawson's. <laughs> I didn't get, I didn't get like any breads at convenience stores. I just got all of the fridge stuff. I didn't, I don't know. I, didn't, I never, I never felt like bread because it was like hot as no, well. It's like a, like a steamed bun. Oh, is it? Yeah, oh. it's
1: a steamed bun. hot. it's. So is it? <sighs> I never like knew about it. bun at the front. Like, it's <gasps> hot as well. Oh. It's so good. <laughs> okay, you tell me that
0: now. <laughs> well, I thought I told you already.
1: And then the fried chicken,
0: of course. Yes, yeah, of fry, course, From Yeah, it's so... The fried chicken yeah. is so oily, but it's just, like, it's good. Yeah. But yeah, they have good stuff there. Yeah. And it's some other stuff I can say about travel, like, besides, like, planning, but not planning too hard. And also, like, choose the people... If you travel in a group, make sure you choose, like, friends that you actually like. Uh, because... Um, when you travel in groups, it kind of like makes or breaks friendships. And I pretty much see it all around me, um, which is very interesting. And normally I, I what I've realized is like traveling in a group, you do need a sort of leader um, in a sense where someone just guides everyone. But if you're a follower, don't be angry at following the leader Go d- down the track. Just like as long as you understand what you like and then you can do separate stuff to a group. I think that's, um, that's all you can do. Um, just set
1: expectations mm. before you go on the holiday. Because some people yeah. might think, oh, we're doing everything together. Yeah. But other people are like, oh, we'll just do things that we can do together. And if there's nothing, if it's not an, uh, an activity that we like, we we'll yeah. just do go off on our own. Yeah, yeah. And that's cool both ways. Yeah. You just need to set that expectation yeah. before that. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. Um, another thing is like, do you remember how um, my brother went to the Philippines without cash? And even though you told him. So I was going to go to Japan without cash because I was like, japan is a it's a modern society you know you don't need cash anymore so it turns out you can't the sweaker machines you can't top up without cash yeah so so um and, and like the whole time doki was like can we just bring cash like we just need cash like a little bit cash." i'm like no it's okay it's okay, it's okay. we don't need cash and then my coworker told me that um you could get a suika on your phone right but it turns out you can't get a suika on your android phone so so kind of like stopped up there like i think in general when you're traveling you should carry a little bit of the country's currency cash so always a good thing and japan is largely a cash society yeah. um but they are able to use like because you can use a suka to tap on and off right yeah. but you just can't top up your suka yeah. with, with not cash yeah um or at least bring
1: some u.s cu- currency because i think mm. some current cu- some countries you can't exchange the amount until you go over to their country because it's oh. not worth like for example yeah. if you go to vietnam yeah you can't buy the Vietnam dollar in Australia because no one's going to stock it because it's worth nothing. Oh. That's why you bring, like, um, cat, like, AUD. AUDs over to Vietnam and then you exchange it oh, there.
0: Oh, really? I didn't know that. Yeah. So you can't. So how do you get around? You just have to do it in the airport. Like, you just got to.
1: Oh, you just give them the. They'll take. Yeah. They'll take. They'll take whatever. If, if it's like US or AUD, yeah. they'll take that. Oh, I didn't know that. They'll
0: okay. They'll probably okay. take
1: that. And you can do, probably get some, you know, like. At the airport or something yeah
0: yeah Yeah. so if you can get cash get cash yeah Mm -hmm. otherwise carry cash in your home country and then get it later yeah so that's one of the things that um yeah so because like you know how we have like i use upbank um and then that's really easy to withdraw from the atm because there's like no fees right Mm -hmm. so that's what that's what we have to do but we're like pretty much stuck in osaka airport for like maybe not not like sorry maybe like 20 minutes because we're so lost we lined up 20 minutes to go to the machine just to find out that they don't take ca- a card and then we like look around for a convenience store to like withdraw cash and then we go back to the machine and top up so um yeah bring cash if you can the other thing is um uh do yeah do your research and like plan for places uh unlike me um i think that's what i was gonna say basically like i think the basics make sure you know what you like to do and do those things um but also make sure oh me personally, I didn't realise this because it doesn't affect me here in Australia, but I can't travel to a hot country because I think like my first half of the trip was really hot, right? And the second half was cooler, but like everything was so much harder and I was getting annoyed at like everything and everything hurt more because it was so hot. And Bring, bring an umbrella. Yeah, yeah, like no, maybe. it helps. It doesn't help,
1: like it helps 10 times.
0: Oh, maybe yeah. that's what I need to do next time. Um,
1: that's why in Japan people always carry umbrellas yeah. and stuff like that. It's just the shade helps so much, yeah. Like it's not super hot sometimes, but uh-huh. it's like the sun, it's the sun, and then the humidity,
0: yeah. So
1: when you have the shade, it cools your body down a little bit, yeah, and then it just helps. Like, I should have, like, you'll, you won't look like a weirdo, yeah, yep. in Japan because everyone does it, but you do not here, yeah,
0: yeah but i don't know i don't understand like i thought our sun is stronger than japan but if no, it feels hotter over there yeah but is it because it's so humid yeah yeah i, so. I don't like it i don't i don't, I don't like it. and there's it like no wind
1: i think no it's also because it's like just constant right where in australia or oh, least in melbourne mm. it goes up and down
0: yeah like it will have
1: it'll cool down at night time yeah so then like <gasps>
0: oh yeah. yeah because we because of the humidity the hot it yeah, just stays there for it stays, a bit, yeah. Like it just, yeah, stays, yeah. Okay, I just gotta be better prepared. So, like, have an understanding of what your body can handle, um, what seasons you like, and then plan for it and understand it and adapt. I guess, yeah, because Australia's really dry, so humid is like really um different for us, yeah. But yeah, um, hopefully, um, uh, Mustard enjoyed me rambling, like in one way rambling to her, cause I tried to, uh, and I hope you guys we probably learned anything from this and i just wanted to catch up and tell you guys about japan and my highlights and stuff like that and my thoughts so hopefully this episode was all right i'll be back with maybe a proper collab we'll see but uh thank you Master for being behind the camera um and i'll catch you guys in the next one make sure to check out my links in the show notes and take care eat well be safe bye